0: Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com, so please subscribe. We caught up earlier today with Martin Walter, who is the CEO of Nubian Resources, their TSXV-listed Gold, Silver, Explorer of Assets all around the world. If you want to hear our thoughts on that conversation, their plans for next year, and of course, the company itself, you can find that at cruxinvestor.com. We can also find detailed company reports, commentary from experts from around the world on a variety of companies and commodities. Uh, there are training videos on there. There's also summaries of other interviews that we've done just to save you a bit of time. And of course, there's a thriving community of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other in a nice, safe environment. So do go and join them at cruxinvestor.com. club Hey, Marty, how are you
1: doing, sir? I'm doing very well, Matthew. Yourself?
0: Yeah, not bad. Good to have you on the show. Thank you very much. We've not spoken or heard this story before. I'm looking forward to it. Not least of thanks for the invite.
1: Thanks for the invite. Happy to tell it.
0: Good, 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 good. I'm intrigued by this one because you're an Australian sitting in Canada with a company called Nubian with assets in Australia, uh, Peru, (laughs) and uh, up in Canada, and I think um, in the US as well. So looking forward to it.
1: Well, well, we have a new company now, Matthew Um, Nubian uh we've you know twenty twenty like you said we've managed to put together a number of projects around the globe. I'm um, actually the you know they've they've all got some sort of rhyme or reason I mean we've got a couple of projects, wonderful projects, gold projects in victoria australia near festival where there's a mini day gold rush coming on there. I'm from Victoria I'm from Ballarat that's why we have those got off managed to get off the grid and grab some uh, um great assets down there we've uh you know my history is silver silver in South America, so um, just because of that, I've got a lovely silver project. We love it uh, in the southern part, the southern Peruvian Cordillera in Peru. It's an advanced silver project. Had it in the company now for two, three, four years. And Nubian, when we when we picked up Nubian, got going with Nubian back in when was that? Say uh, 2015, 2016, when we started putting the the concept, the idea together um, of um, going after putting. Bunch of uh, silver gold projects together. It came to us with a with a with some lovely projects in Nevada. So they, you know, sort of the Celsius Springs. So they were legacy projects. called that Celsius Springs and Dumfries. Dunf- so as a result, yeah, we've picked up. I mean, uh, good good precious metals projects are hard to come by. And Nubian, great company, um, great share structure, and we've got um, some decent projects, some good strong projects in. Australia, Victoria, when I think of Australia, Victoria, Nevada, and Peru.
0: Okay, well, let's, let's so get into that. Story. Absolutely. So let's get into that in a second. But first of all, let's um, just talk about you. So, what have you done in the past in terms of making shareholders money or, or you know, cr- building companies?
1: What have I done in the past? I'm a, as you, get, as you mentioned, I'm Australian. So, I cut my teeth as, a, as an exploration geologist in, in Australia, Kalgoorlie, Cambelda, Western Australia, that part of the world. Uh, I think every guy, when you when you go through geology school in in Australia, doesn't matter what what state you're in, you know, Victoria, New South Wales, the the first thing you do when you finish your geology degree is you get in the car and you drive to the west to go get your job over there. So I spent the first four or five years, maybe six years, in Western Australia as a geologist on the nickel and on the gold side of things in the in the goldfields of Campbell Campbell to go, um, as I mentioned. I uh, got the trouble bug after that got on the plane head to South America love South America got really involved in the culture there so decided to stay became an exploration geologist up and down the Andes of, of uh, Peru Ecuador Argentina um, managed to uh, get involved with a company called Aqualine which was a solve sort of company uh, we we um, developed a probably arguably back then in 2006 seven eight the largest silver deposit on the planet it was called Nubby Dud down in the middle of Argentina. Managed to managed to conclude a transaction there with Pan American Silver for, you know, back in 2010, 2011, for $700 million. So it was a great pass. It was a great result for all shareholders. Uh, everybody made money. Um, um, so that was a wonderful sort of thing to do and wonderful thing to be involved in, to tell you the truth. Since that, I've, I've you know, I've resided here in Toronto. Uh, this is where my life is. Um, I love it here in Toronto, We're I'm downtown, we're close to the Toronto Stock Exchange, I'm all about an entrepreneur at heart, I'm you know, a geologist by trade, entrepreneur at heart. And, uh, I had a number of companies, I was CEO of a, of a Canadian company here, developing a developing company that's going on very well as well, called Treasury Metals. Um, it's got a project up in in Dryden, Ontario, it's doing well, it's into that construction part and that sort of thing. It, um, late feasibility, that sort of stuff. So now with my new one, Nubian, which I um, which I just mentioned before, it's quite exciting. I, I'm, I'm I, you know I'd be lucky lucky to get a company like Nubian and lucky to have the projects that the quality projects that we have around the world. So it's it's good times.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Okay, and I noticed that you've kind of brought Eric Sprot on recently. He's a new shareholder in all of this.
1: Yes, what, yes. We're, which bit did he like
0: the most? Well,
1: well, that's a good question, isn't it? Right, that's a very good question. I think. Um, you know, I think in Nubian, I think we we tick all the boxes. You know, we've got uh, we've got uh, wonderful gold projects in Fossil, Victoria, where of course Kirkland Lake has has its fossil um, gold mine near Bendigo, Ballarat. I'm from Bendigo, Ballarat, as I mentioned before, so we've got some good projects in that area as well. And uh, you know, I'm sure I'm sure Eric. I can't speak for Eric, but I'm sure Eric probably likes that area. After his investment and most of the most the Kirkland Lake investment investors in Kirkland Lake um, did very well because of the fossil mine. Uh, still doing very well down that area, and that's what sparked on a mini-day gold rush into Victoria, into that whole area. I mean, it's interesting. Now that's where I grew up, and that's where I, I went to university and all the rest. But most most guys that even do geology are from Australia, are on the eastern side, the eastern seaboard of Australia. Um, like I said before, do most of the geology in Western Australia because most dollars. Investment dollars in the gold end up in Western Australia. and Don't end up in the Ballarat and Bendigo, Lock and Vol belt until recently. Until the successes of Kirkland Lake. So we've got some projects in Kirkland Lake. I think that's. I think he likes that. The other thing is everybody knows um, Eric. It's 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 common knowledge. He's a silver bug, and we have a very very good silver project in the southern part of. Of Peru, as I mentioned, in the southern Peruvian Cordillera, Um, you know, as far as projects going, locations going, if you're looking for a good silver project, this is this is where you want it in in the in southern part of Peru. Peru is a wonderful country for mining and exploration development. Got a great mining culture there and all the rest. So, um, so we're happy to have that. And and uh, and, um, it's you know what did what what did Eric see? I think he saw them both actually to come when he came into the company. Which is it's great to have Eric as a shareholder because we're fully funded now. As we go forward,
0: how much cash are you sitting on today? Uh, four
1: and a half, five in that in that range.
0: Okay,
1: um, and we've now completed our acquisitions in Victoria. Um, we've also paid out the remaining um, payments that we had to on our silver project in Peru, so we own that hundred percent as well. So it looks like we own all our project projects here, more or less a hundred percent. Peru and Tasmania and um, Fossil East and those sorts of things. So. And we still have four, four and a half million dollars in the bank, which will be earmarked for 2021 for drilling programs.
0: Brilliant. You've got that amount of cash, market cap, circa 20 million um, Canadian. Um, You've got a lot of projects. You're going to have to get focused. You're going to have to tell us what drilling programs, what you're planning to do, because anyone looking at this from outside is going, they don't have enough money to develop all of these assets. So, what's the priority order for you? What's the running order?
1: yeah no it's a good question it's a good question i mean i i actually like having having um, a silver project and some some gold projects cuz for me it, it gives us what i call optionality and you know uh, when i look at when i look into 2122 and and this year i mean this year 2020 it's been a horrible year everybody knows that in terms of covid and all the rest of the stuff and most governments around the world and i'm not an economist but most governments around the world have strapped on a lot of debt you know, when that tends to happen, um, it's you know um, gold and silver become a bit of a, a, a flight from from inflation. So, I thinking I'm thinking in 2021, 22, you're going to see uh, precious metals prices in the gold and silver silver sectors probably increase. or probably move forward. I would think um, we happen to have good gold projects in Victoria and a, and a great silver project in in uh, in in Peru. So, and I love silver too because silver is one of these metals that. You know, it's got the dual uses. It's got the dual demand. You know, you you can have it in. You know, it's got a demand for solar panels and, and jewelry and those sorts of things. And it's also a very good investment. So you've got that double double um, demand time or double uh, usage for that metal. So to have those have optionality that we have, I mean, maybe we go and do something something um, smart with the silver de- department that we have, or maybe we do something separate with our gold department that we have in Victoria. Time will tell. But both of these, but you know, all our projects, the ones that are in Victoria, uh, Fossil East, um, the Do Gold project that we've just acquired, uh, the stuff that's down in Tasmania, the Mathena, the Athena, um, the Leifroy, as well as the Escalachi project, um, the silver project that we've talked about in Peru, they're all drill ready. They're all more or less drill ready. They need a little bit of tweaking here and there in terms of drill targeting and a few things like that. Maybe a bit of, bit of permitting to go go with it as well to get the drills on board, but they're all at the drill stage, which gives us you know tw- as I mentioned before, 2020 was a year to acquire to put these projects together into the company. 2021 and 2022 will be a year to uh, get out and drill these things. And I just I, I for one, you know I'm a you know I for one I believe that if you're not drilling, you're not really developing these projects. So 2021 is going to be a Really exciting year for newbie. I, I
0: get, I get that. But you know, you you've, the company's been around an idea from you say since about 2015, 2016. You put together a portfolio of projects, a lot of which are drill ready. But it, if, with four million bucks, you still gotta make plans. And so when you say time will tell, what's the thought process you've got to go through? The the discussions that board level that you go through and say, well, do you know what? Let's pick our best three and we'll go with that because. You know, you've done Aquilon. You know, the the the, the project selling seven hundred million dollar sale is, is pretty impressive on, on any on anyone's uh, level. That's impressive stuff. So, what's the process? That what are the learnings from that that you apply to this to make sure that this company goes from 19 million, 20 million Canadian to you know way more than that? What's the path forward? I know no,
1: for sure. Well, um, what we've got to, its all about discovery it's all about um, drill targeting, discovery and having smart people and those sorts of things. And, you know, in, when I look at Victoria, for example, right, there's a, you know, there's a modern day gold rush, as i, as I mentioned before, between, and, and I wish I had a map here, but I don't. But if you had a map and you could you, you could look at the gold fields of Victorian golfers from Bendigo to Ballarat and so forth, um, you'll see there's a lot of players in there now. There's a lot of companies that are involving, you've got Kirkland Lake, you've got um, Novo's in there, you've got Catalyst, which is Gina Reinhardt's companies in there. You, you have ourselves, you have New we have all these companies that are now piled into that area, right? And we are all looking for um, the next Fosterville. I mean, that's what really, I mean, if you wanted to ask what what is the what what is the 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 vision of the company? Well, the vision really is to find the next Fosterville in that region. And we have two wonderful projects, again, do it, which um, which has already some small mum and pop sort of um, um, fiddling around mining extraction sort of stuff going on there. and we have the fossil East project, which is the closest piece of land or exploration land that you can get really close you know we're only ten or fifteen kilometers to the east of fossil mine. So these are wonderful two wonderful positions that we have in that in that gold belt. they've never been drilled. We've got to get the drill on that and I think' it's, I think what we can do there, because the way the gold forms in, in, that, in that part of the world, it's a late stage. It's, um, it, it tends to be structurally controlled, but it's all about the sediments and, and it's all about sedimentology where you've, you know, and when you get one, you can get them stacked, a bit like what happens at Fossil Fossil Mine. So um, never been drilled. We get the drills on. We have a discovery at Yandort. Yeah, We've already got a, a shaft down there and some other sort of small mining operations going on there, so we know where the gold is to, to a certain extent. Um, we 're going to work from the known to the unknown in terms of the drilling program there on uh, fossil east, which if I had a map again, which is to the east of the fossil mine it 's the rocks were a little bit hidden they're under a couple of meters of um, of 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 soil, so there really hasn't been any mapping or any sort of understanding of the rocks there because of the cover uh, but we 're going to be covering that with with geophysics to be able to look through that and that's those sort of programs are happening. In the next month or two. And that'll give us wonderful targets. And if we can show that we have similar geology, um, get a mineralization um, um, intersection, get a, get a gold intersection that, that's, that is that close to the fossil mine, I think we're in business. And I think you're going to see the um, 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 valuation of the company really move along from
0: there. Right. Okay. Australian gold is really hot at the moment. And you name-dropped a whole bunch of people in or. That, that have mm-hmm. been producing successfully are chasing more, um, but there's no data, precise. No, there's not being drilled. So it's you're talking about the sentiment. that the market's hot at the moment. So Australia's that's, that's the what focus.
1: makes it so exciting, yeah.
0: right? Okay, yeah, it, yeah it, it does. But also there's this uncertainty to it. Whereas you know, do you have information elsewhere with your assets in U.S. Well, there is Canada, there is uncertainty. Peru, so but I'm saying I'm just trying to understand the you know, when you're starting out, you've got a whole bunch of apps you've got a whole bunch of optionality on the commodities and the yeah. jurisdictional risks, etc. Is it just because if the market's hot in Australia, let's focus on that. It's going to be easier to raise capital to, you know, develop that thing. Uh, or, or,
1: what is the well, conversation? no, I, I, I'd put it I, I'd put it. what we would probably do with the 3 projects that we have and notwithstanding some of the good stuff that we have down in Tasmania, but the 3 projects we have, the Yen Do It goal. The Fosterville East Project, Exploration Project, and the Escalachi Silver Project, all those targets will be prioritized in terms of discovery. Okay. And all those projects are advanced projects too, to, other than Fossil East, of course, right? So we'll be looking, we'll be looking at the best targets either at escalache in the Silver Project down there, and the best targets at Yan Now at Yan we already know where the gold reefs are. We've got eight eight kilometers. Of gold reefs that are either coming to surface or have been mapped or in prior trenching or have some sort of historical mines on them. There's six historical mines in that corridor just at Yan It alone. So we do know where, 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 where a lot of the historical gold has come from, put it that way. Um, the question at Yan yeah, It, and the question for the company is is there continuity? Can we find continuity between these six mines? Can we find continuity underneath the historical workings? And that's where the first targeting will be going, the first drawing will come. We we know there's gold there. It's just a matter of how much and how much continuity can we find at the end of the day. So that's not really an unknown. It's sort of a known. Like I said before, we're going to work from the known rocks, from the known areas on that project to the unknown areas and try to expand the resource, the gold resource in that area.
0: Okay, so what does and what does three million bucks get you? Because you're going to need a little bit for your GNA. So, well, we have to
1: spend a million dollars at Yan I mean, as part of the earning, uh, that gets us a good, you know, and that'll get us a good five to ten thousand meter drilling program down across that project. Uh, in terms of the fossil east, well, we're not sure what we're going to be requiring there in terms of drilling because we haven't completed the geophysics there. Once we complete the geophysics and we see that. And what we're looking for there, and what everybody's sort of looking for a lot in, 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 in the Victorian goldfields, is especially after the possible success of fossil, is we're looking for some north-south structures and some splays that come off that. And we're hoping that the geophysics will, will will map that out for us. And then we can go and target that. So we're not really sure how much drilling will go on at fossil East. There will be some drilling, there's no doubt about that. We will get we will get structures. We know that we have the what, what's called the Heathcote. Um, similar faults, to the Heathcote Fault running through the project, and, and we have that. So we will be there will be sub-drawing in the early stages. We just don't know how much. In terms of escarpy, uh, um, we've completed over the past three or four or five years. We've completed two programs there. It needs another one. I think we've got 30, 36 shallow holes into that project as it stands at the moment. Uh, there's plenty of targets. We've got eighty targets to on that project already. So that's ready. That's drill ready to go in. Once we can get through the COVID pot, COVID part of of Peru, and get an okay for that, and, and, and obviously get some permits and some drilling permits from the government, we can get on on the project there and get going. We now own that project one hundred percent, so that's really given us the green light to be able to go and do those programs. There.
0: So you talked about permits. What permits are outstanding? Sorry well
1: we need permits to go drilling on in Peru
0: but are they is this just expiration permits and what type of permit precisely are you these are exploration right okay okay fine and um, again when will you be able to tell us how many meters how much money because that's what my well, how what do you, how you spend have three million how do you spend three million bucks is the question where where's the oh. bulk of it going you know? And the timing of that, and what what do you think that's going to tell the marketplace? Is it going to allow you to be able to raise capital going forward? You know, so it's it's got to work for you. It's got to work extra hard for you because not a lot of it.
1: Correct, correct. No, well, I think most of it now because they are all drill ready, These projects, um, we're at the stage of drilling, which is good. We don't have to go and spend money on on developing drill targets and all those sorts of things, No. Um, to a certain extent, so you know you, you're going to see a medium, medium five, uh being 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 spent on Yandut. You'll see a similar number, I think, going into uh, Escalachi. Uh, drilling there has to be a little bit deeper. We've drilled we've drilled the last program. We drilled a lot of holes to about 100, 120 meters. I think this time, as we go in there, we're going to be testing more theories at depth as well. Because you know when, when Escalachi is a very very big alteration system. It's a very big, it's a system full of um, um, lots of mineralization, lots of breaches, lots of quartz veins, those sorts of things. Um, geologically, it's, it, as a geologist is what you want to see. There's you know, a mountain or two of alteration there. There's lots of targets. But what we're thinking, some of the thinking there is perhaps there's even a porphyry pushing up from underneath. So we want to test that, that theory as well. So the holes may be a little bit deeper at, es- at escalation this, just this go around. Um, and I think, you know, same sort of numbers, you know, minion, minion, five, maybe up to 2 million, whatever be going into that. So we're funded, we're fully funded, four, four and a half million, we have enough money for those those two or three drilling programs that I just talked
0: about. Right, okay. And given the current market, I mean, it's a great market. I and mean, we speak to lots of gold and silver, precious metal companies every day of the mm. week. There are people who are dusting off projects which haven't seen the light of day for 10, 15 years, because in this sure, environment, sure. lots of sure. things work, lots of things get funded. What do you think you're gonna to need to show the market after you've done your drill program in 2021? To get them interested, given all this white noise out there.
1: Well, I think a lot of things, just to, just to come back on that comment, I think a lot of things get funded. I don't think a lot of things work.
0: Oh, true. Very okay. true.
1: Yeah. The difference between funding and, and, and some projects work. I agree. Um, but what we, you know, I mean, what ultimately, I guess, again, yeah, do it, and ultimately, at escalation, the silver project improve. On I'm both, ultimately, we're looking to post some sort of mineral resource. I mean, the key at the end of the day, you know the measure of success at the end of the day is well how many ounces do you have there um and, and it's and it's that bank of ounces that will get the the market um very interested in the company especially at the low market cap that we have right now right and and the, and the low amount of shares on issue and that sort of stuff so um it's you know we if we can keep the ownership um nice and nice and well 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 structured well managed uh if we have um, um, good success at Escalachi, because I think already there's we don't have a resource at Escalacci, but we do have 36 holes in there, so we do have some idea of what we're looking at there. And another program there should be able to get us to a point where we can bring out a, a decent, healthy resource absorber on that project at some stage during 2021, hopefully earlier, sooner rather than later. Um, at it again, there's no resource at Yandor, but there are lots of historical mines, there's lots of workings and those sorts of things, so, you know, a, a, a good we're hoping four to five or six thousand meters of drilling through there can also post us up um, some sort of decent starter or initial mineralis- mineralization and um, initial uh, resource um, calculation on that project as well. And that's what, probably what's going to reflect um, the value in the company. You know, we have X amount of gold ounces that you can do it, X amount of silver ounces, and those sorts of things at Escalachi. And then if we go on top of that, come through with some sort of discovery on our fossil East project. Then I think we've got we've got um, a lot to talk about okay. by the end of 2021, and all that's possible next year. All that's possible
0: in 20. Okay. Do you think you kind of got the golden ticket with Eric Sprock having invested? I think it's going to be easier to talk to a couple of markets. Ah, oh.
1: <laughs> what? <Well, laughs> he's invested in a lot of companies. Um, he's put his faith in a lot of companies, and I'm happy he's put his faith in Nubian. Uh, do we have the golden ticket there? I mean, we've still got it before. Like I said, I think, but we probably may have a better chance than most because we do have our, our projects are at that drilling stage and we do have very strong drilling targets, both at the, as I mentioned several times, at Escalation and at it, so to put some runs on the board here. I mean, 2021, 2020, like I said at the start, was all about acquiring and putting together the portfolio. 2021-22 is all about putting runs on the board and that's what Nubian's going about.
0: What do you do with all these projects that you're not touching? Are you parking them up? Are they kind of cheap to just park it up up on up the side there or do you, are you going to flip them? Are you going to get JV? Are you going to farm out? What are the options available to you?
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the optionality that the company has. For example, um, and, and, this is, and this is public knowledge, if you look back through the, through the releases and there's another one coming very shortly here, we've managed to do a deal with another company called Athena Silver uh, it's, it's taken, for example, it's taken the Excelsior Springs project, it's a gold project in Nevada, just south of Tonopah, um, uh, North Vegas, it's taken that off our hands and it's going to be doing a listing here in, in, uh, in, uh, on the CSE in, uh, sometime in the early part of 2021. What, what, what's significant about that is, the significant part about that is we are, and we've announced this, we're going to be getting a big share allotment of that company. And then we'll flow those shares at some ratio, at some very good ratio, and tell you the truth. We'll flow those shares onto our investors. So you know, one it'll be a late Christmas present. So one day, you know, you own Nubian, and then you'll wake up, and in your portfolio, you'll have another share or another another share at some ratio of Athena Silver or Athena Gold or whatever it's going to be called on the CSC, and that'll happen in in January, February, March. And uh, we can do similar sort of things if we wanted to with some of the other projects, but. None of our projects are worth parking. We've got we've got very strong projects in Tasmania, for example, and we love Tasmania. Tasmania's got a good history, a long history of gold mining and gold exploration, gold discovery. We've got two of the best projects, uh, the Mathena, the Mathena Gold, Mathena Gold Camp, and the Leifroy, and both of these have had historic, significant, historical mining on them, and both have um, uh, both are high grade, very high grade. You we're talking an ounce or two in that area. And both have numerous uh, uh, prospective drill targets ready to go as well in that part of the world.
0: So, what are you going to do with it?
1: Well, we're probably going to drill them too if we can, uh, if, you know, if we have success at, yeah, do it and success in, in, in Fosterville and success at Eskalaji, then we'll be down drilling those projects as well.
0: 2022.
1: 2022. We hope by 2022 that we are posting uh, a reasonable amount of resources. In terms of gold on on our gold projects in Victoria, Australia, and along with a reasonable resource, I would think you know by that time on that's that's going to going to catch the eye of a couple of um, bigger developers, mid tier developers on our silver project in uh, in Peru.
0: Right. So I meant I was saying, when would you start drilling in Tasmania?
1: When would we start drilling in Tasmania? Oh no, we'll be drilling there next year. We'd have to drill okay. there by the end of next year as problem. well.
0: Okay. Yeah. So yeah. The money's yeah. getting spread thin.
1: Well. <laughs> well, it's Australia. Believe it or not, the drilling's not that expensive because of you know it's not like drilling in the middle of um, um, the Andes And the, the Andes and those sorts of things. I mean, drilling in Bendigo, Ballarat, because it's so close to Melbourne. Um, there's lots of infrastructure, as you know, right? Um, roads, all that sort of stuff. It's not very hard to get to. Access is wonderful. Uh, lots of contractors, I think. So it's not very inexpensive to go drilling in in, in Victoria, which is a good thing for us. Uh, likewise in Tasmania, there's a lot of contractors I'm mean, not a new thing down in Tasmania either. but we'll get to it. Um, you know we have, we have we do have warrants as well that are into money, right and the company um, as well. Uh, we'll get to it. We, uh, the share price is, is moving in the right direction. Uh, we, I said we've got four, four and a half. I mean will we have to do another financing down the road sometime down next year perhaps, but we'll wait and see we'll, we'll wait and see at the time. Uh, let's get some runs on the board first, let's get the draws turning. Let's get some success in the, in, you know, in the bag here. Let's draw some holes at Yant. Do it. Let's draw some holes at um, Escalante, and then and then we'll go from there.
0: Okay, I just want to, I think you did say it, but I just want to be clear. So the the Athena, well, it's Athena Silver at the moment, but Athena Gold, whatever they're going to call them. So those shares will come through to your shareholders. You said a nice Christmas present, so it'll be Christmas or early Q1. Well,
1: it's Christmas plus two months. Okay. I mean a late I think I think I said a late a very late Christmas person. Gotcha. Here, Matthew. So. But I mean we you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a big shareholder of, of Nubian. And uh How know, many I want to own more. How many shares? How many shares personally? Uh, north of four million shares myself, right? So I'm a decent shareholder of, you know, decent sized shareholder of um, of Nubian. I think I'm probably touching five. And um those shares that we get for the Solstice Springs for the for the Nevada approach Yes, we'll flow them through to shareholders. Okay. Uh, you know, the, the minute that transaction concludes, and the minute that Athena is listed on the on the CSC in the in the new year.
0: So I know, I know you did really well with Aquiline. You probably made a lot of money on that one. But um, do you pay yourself well on on this company in this company? <laughs> do I pay?
1: <laughs> well. I, well, you know, I mean, the reason why I have a lot of shares, right, is I had to buy a lot of shares. I mean, I didn't get paid at all for a long, long time in the downturn here, right? I think, as most mining entrepreneurs probably probably had to go through, I mean, there wasn't, I mean, 2020 has been a very, very hard year, COVID wise. But, uh, you know, the years before that, as you're well aware, right, for the mining sector weren't that great either, right? Okay, they weren't that great either. So, I mean, uh, it's only, Really, I think because of the debt that's been strapped on by some of these countries and all the rest, that we've got a precious metals market, and, and now it's maybe the time for the miners come 21, 22. So, do I pay myself well? No, I, I don't. You know, I don't think I, I. would say I pay myself well. I'm, I'm more into the point where my money's with shareholders here, and I'm a big shareholder, and my win's going to be um, um, to to add substantial value to the share price and and on the equity side, right? And Just in the just in the joy of uh, being successful, you know everybody wants to be successful, right? So it's just it's just it's about making discoveries. It's about building building resources of of ounces. It's about um, building these projects up to a point where someone cares about them. and uh, that's where that's where my success will be, and that's what I that's when I'll get paid. Okay, at the end of the day,
0: Marty. Thanks for running through that story. As you say, I think this is all about drilling and what you do with a drill bit and where you do it. And when you start talking to the market about it, um, I look forward to seeing which projects you pick and the order of play. That should be exciting.
1: Well, plenty of news, plenty of news. I mean, the good. I mean, the takeaway for with Nubian is that we do have a, a number of projects and we do have a number of dual targets, uh, both in Victoria and in, in Peru, as I mentioned, and down in Tasmania, whatever. So that's going to bode well for a, a, a for a very good news flow come 2021, and you know. I, and I realize you've got to keep the market informed. And that's going to be a big part of Nubian going forward next year. Fantastic. And for for more information, if you want to, for more information, we've just posted, for example, a brand new um, up to date presentation on the company on our websites, nubianr.com. You can easily uh, download it from there. Or um, your 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 viewers and your investors can get more information from that.
0: Fantastic. We'll put, we'll put a link in the description below. Look, Marty, thanks very much for today. Pick up the phone, let us know with something to uh, talk about. Look forward to that.
1: Okay, thanks, Matthew. Thanks for your talk.
0: Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to CruxCast or our website, Cruxinvestor.com, and of course our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn.